0: Welcome to the cover two podcast. It is J Mac and our boy Tim Kelly. We're doing it a little bit later. It's a Thursday because um I honestly forgot that we hadn't done a podcast as of like Wednesday afternoon mm-hmm. and then we also you know we, have, we we do work yes, we have jobs
1: very busily mm-hmm. for a little bit over minimum wage.
0: Yes, but that's uh you know you got to start that's somewhere
1: when, right seems like I'm I'm sort of, like, regressing, it seems like, you know. I I think I was getting paid more when I was a checker at uh, a grocery store.
0: And you have a law degree, too. I know. (laughs) I
1: I was union, though, before, so maybe I need to... There you go. We'll start start a union.
0: A union of lawyers. I would like that.
1: To defend against the Bar Association, I guess. Yes, that's good.
0: I just want to know, would all the lawyers go on strike? Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, you wouldn't have to get anyone to like represent you to negotiate. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you're, that's all. That, that's what you do. Litigation. Cut out the middleman. Exactly. Um, it's a dark, dark day. Not just because it's it's um it's dark outside, but Tim, I'm not sure if you realize, but my my daughter who is six weeks old today. Hey. She, thank you. She uh, she lives in a world where Georgia has never beaten South Carolina. Oh. <laughs>
1: Very sad. Well, that uh, that will soon be rectified. As soon as humanly possible.
0: I mean, and, and by then. If means, history is any judge. Like 365 days. Yes. So.
1: Well, maybe, maybe we'll pull it now. I yeah. guess sooner than that? I don't no, know. No, we can't. Not, no. I was going to say that we're in the same division, so.
0: So there's not really a chance that. Uh, I mean, there's no bowl matchup either. No. Unless somehow there are so many SEC teams. Yeah, everyone makes it. And we're both so bad. Right. Because we would have to have borderline 500 records and somehow still get picked for. So everybody else across the board has to be terrible. Yeah. And we have to be the best two options to end up playing in um, like the Seattle Bowl.
1: <laughs> that would be hilarious. I would go to that.
0: I remember last year, I was secretly wishing Georgia would tank so we could go to some really crappy bowl. <laughs> so. Last one to Boise is a rotten name. Uh, exactly. I just want to see Georgia playing on blue turf. Yes. Um, that's still my dream. So we need to schedule a home and home at Boise State or mm. you know, be mediocre enough to I don't know if
1: I want to go to Boise.
0: Like in December? Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> Not even in September really.
0: I don't you don't think Idaho's scenic? I've been
1: to Idaho. Do you P- have Pocatello.
0: Really? Yes. Did you watch a football game?
1: No. I went to a uh, like a sleep in and stayed there on my way to <laughs> the to Mount Rushmore.
0: Really? Yes. That's uh wh- when? When was this? What was going on? This is our cross country trip that we took. Oh, after that's me. a good time. That, yes, we should devote a whole podcast to that.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. Anybody that knows me has not heard those stories enough.
0: <laughs> uh, that was when your wife got uh, food poisoning?
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was a 27 day excursion across the <laughs> Grand United States of America with me, Carrie, and Michael. <laughs>
0: yes. Poor guy. I mean, he really, really was a trooper. I think
1: he was. Yeah. You know, he held up. He held up just fine.
0: No, uh, you went to New Orleans and like New San, Orleans, Antonio. San
1: Antonio, New Mexico, Las Vegas, Grand Canyon, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Redwoods, uh, through Washington State, over to Yellowstone, Mount Rushmore, whole deal. Chicago.
0: What was the? What was the worst city you went to?
1: <laughs> the worst city. Including
0: like you know like you could use Pocatello if you wanted to. No,
1: Pocatello is fine. El Paso, it wasn't much to write home about, uh, as far as well, I remember. What was lacking about
0: it? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if there are any Georgia alumni in El Paso, we apologize for that, <laughs> but you probably should move. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've never... I've been across this city uh, twice. Once, when I was um, in Memphis, and I just decided I got across the river for the fun of it, and then on my honeymoon, I went to San Francisco. Right. And okay. no, I didn't like San Francisco that much. Really?
1: We were only there for a day.
0: It was foggy. I liked... Uh, Carmel and uh, Wine Country. That was nice. Okay. But that's that's what I got. Well, good. I I I think we should have a we should make that a new feature each week. Tim tells us a little bit about uh, his cross country (laughs) trip. I mean, we in theory, twenty seven days. That's twenty seven episodes. Right. So. Okay. We'll we'll start that.
1: It'll be yeah. It'll be great. It'll be bigger than like you know, on the road. Chad Kerouac, It's gonna. This is gonna be more. Fifty years from now. Folks are going right to listen here. to these yeah. podcasts. A, a generation-defining moment. We'll begin.
0: <laughs> Definitely. Um, you know, because we've talked about her in the past, and um, I feel the need that we have to continue to do so. Um, did you hear about the whole VMA thing? The Britney Spears comeback. It was not <laughs> a comeback.
1: I, I was. I watched it. Really. Carrie was in town, so <laughs> this, that was mandatory viewing, I guess, in our household.
0: Mm. Apparently, uh, I missed it, but folks weren't really kind to her.
1: Yeah, well, you know, the thing was, like, Carrie watched it and afterwards she she was just, you know, flabbergasted about how awful it was. You know, just on and on and on. Oh my God, God, the worst thing I ever saw. But to me, I don't know, I guess, you know, I don't have that trained eye. I guess I'm not... (laughs) Uh, I guess I don't, you know, I'm not a big Britney Spears fan. I haven't bought the DVDs and the magazines. But to me, it looked exactly the same as any other Britney Spears performance I've ever seen. She just walks around. She's lip-syncing. She's half-naked. The, the whole nine yards, right? Yeah. yeah, so what was the big deal?
0: So you're saying you've never been to Greensboro, North Carolina. And I've been set, to Greensboro. But you haven't sat in the second row, front and center, for a Britney Spears concert, which your wife and I did back in college. Yeah, I,
1: no, I, I did not take that trip. Um, but I remember you did. So you, you might... You know, you might You're have better. seen. You know,
0: and I have to give some clarity in the background. I, it wasn't as if I was a big Britney Spears fan by any means. but... Uh, you do have really, that tattoo. Well, I mean, but everyone does. <laughs> That's I mean, true. I,
1: her face on, the, on your entire it's, back. It's actually a birthmark. There's no it's, skin Oh my gosh. It's a
0: little creepy that someone was born later who looked like it, fit Wow. old, and became a pop superstar.
1: You're like a Britney Spears Jedi.
0: <laughs> I am. No, the, the whole story is that uh, we were buying tickets for Brian, my old roommate, because he was a big fan, had a big crush on her. So we said for his birthday, John Hart had gotten us tickets to the Greenville um, Bilo Center. It um, always
1: goes back to John Hart so
0: It well. usually does. and um,
1: The universe revolves around Hart. Typically. Yeah.
0: And, um, so we were, we were going to uh, um, buy tickets because he could get two free ones. We figured we'll buy two or three more and we'll make a big trip out of it. It'd be mm-hmm. a lot of fun. It's, it's kind of funny. Why not? We could save money anyway because some tickets are free. And it's a road trip. You're in college. You're supposed to do those things. Uh, Carrie and I got up, stood in line with a bunch of go- guys waiting for corn tickets, by the way, which made us really stand out. And we get up there, and we order tickets, and we look, and we go, Oh my gosh, we got, like, second row. These are incredible. I was like, I don't care who I'm seeing. That's a good seat. And, um, it turns out we get to the car, and I look down there for Greenville, North Carolina, and not Greenville, South Carolina. Or Greensboro. I think it was, Gre- it was Greensboro, North yeah. Carolina, which, um... Was apparently a week later okay. and uh, really made it much more uh, interesting. So, Carrie and I went by ourselves up to Greensboro, North Carolina, and saw her perform.
1: And wasn't there, if I remember this, this. Correctly. Wasn't there a slim chance that you almost corralled Michael Hammond into going to this?
0: Very, very slim. Um, but Harry <laughs> re- had pitched that to him, and he was intrigued by it.
1: I do remember late one night, him actually emphatically declaring that he would go.
0: <laughs> he said, if I recall correctly, we were going to give a ticket away for free, because we had three. Yeah. And we only used two, because let's, most people were sane and didn't want to drive five right. hours to see yes. Britney Spears. Yes. So, um... But he didn't wind up going. He, he it was it was close, and Mamie was close to going too. Mamie. I can't believe
1: Mamie didn't go. It seemed that, that she'd be a shoe in for that.
0: I mean, yeah, that that, that I thought would have been good. The only thing I remember from the concert, aside from it being very loud, actually, I guess three things. It was loud. She came out on a like a quote-unquote flying carpet that um. went over the crowd, and last but definitely not least, um, LFO performed as the opening act. Okay. They sang that Abercrombie and Fitch yes, song. Yes, right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah what a, that's a double bill right there. <laughs> it was a good time. And I, I'm just going to say this, your wife was convinced that one of the guys was winking at her. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and I, crowd of 35,000 people probably. I thought
1: you were going to say you're, she was convinced that she
0: knew one of the people. She always <laughs> said she knows. Oh,
1: I know, I went to high school with his uncle and brother and cousins. You know, it's that's, always like
0: that. It's a possibility. I don't know where the boys from LFO are. I'm not sure what they're doing these days. She's
1: just the kind of person that'll be like in the airport in Paris and go up to somebody and ask if they're, if they're from Georgia. Yes.
0: Know? So I think we should try to get that song and make that our theme music, our intro music, the LFO. Song. Okay. Yeah. right. I'll, I'll look it up and I'll see if we can get that, that going. We need to bring that back. Okay. Um. Well. So. Uh, so we're let's let's move off uh, LFO because really, why are we there anyway? Sam, Tim, it's time for that. Before we get going, I suppose we should do the uh, four borderline impossible questions right. for Tim Kelly. Of um, course,
1: they're yeah, not impossible for me. they were just
0: more... Well, they're impossible for everybody else. Yeah. Um, if you hear a little background noise, my, my daughter is crying. But don't worry, I'm not just letting her sit there and, and <laughs> suffer. We have my mother in town. and Sort of like an au pair, au pair? No idea. All right. So... Tim, we're going to get started. We're trying to keep the same theme as last week. I, I think you really enjoyed those. So, the first Robo's question. Guy? No, no, but I possibly, maybe better. We do okay. a little TV themed. Okay. On the show Home Improvement, Okay. during quote unquote Men's Convenience Week on Tool Time, Tim and Al rolled onto the set, seated in matching lazy boy reclining chairs. Right. They gave a salute to remote controls and then Tim demonstrated a remote-controlled toy flying saucer equipped with a miniature spy camera. What eventually happened to Tim's flying saucer? Wow. Hmm.
1: I'm going to imagine that it somehow wound up in a... I'm going to say maybe a lady's bathroom, something something along those lines.
0: I, I like the way you're thinking, but no. Dang. The correct answer, and this is why I picked this question, was Wilson shot it down with a bow and arrow.
1: Wow. Um, that See, to me, my scenario seems like a lot more hilarity. A lot more hijinks would ensue.
0: Well, I have the background if you're interested.
1: I am, intently.
0: Wilson privately divulged to Tim that he believed in UFOs and uh. had experienced an encounter with extraterrestrials outside the Turkish city of Cappadocia. Wow. Tim scoffed at him and later told the guys at Harry's Hardware... About Wilson's controversial beliefs, when Wilson came into the store, the guys ridiculed him, cracking several jokes at his expense. I don't really want to read this anymore. It's it's literally another paragraph.
1: Wow, it's almost like a little. Anyway, novel. the, the right. main
0: thing is Tim is. I don't
1: need that much Wilson backstory.
0: When uh, Tim tried to patch things up, and Wilson shot it down. So. Okay. But um. And then we can also let my my mother know you, you can run the water. It, it's it's okay. So. <laughs> That's a special guest right there. So, uh, so no, so you're zero for one right now.
1: I'm gonna count that as one for one because I think my mine would have been
0: funnier. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Question two. Because we enjoyed this question last time, the first go round, we're gonna go do a competition again. Do good. Yeah. And we're gonna feature John Hart again. Of course. So you and John are going to be paired, and you're going to tell me who fares better in these head-to-head competitions. Right.
1: Most of these are going to be me right after that. I'll just tell you that. Yeah.
0: Number one, who would win between you and John Hart in a competition in the 310-meter hurdles?
1: 310-meter <laughs> hurdles. This is funny because I, I I posed these questions to John after the first podcast, Right. and I think you asked me who would win in the 400-yard, 400-yard dash. dash. Right. And he said without hardly even thinking about it, me, that he thought I would win.
0: But you have long legs.
1: That's what he said. So I'm going to say with the hurdles and the the the, the span of the legs, which uh, I can uh, I can straddle about 18 feet.
0: Yes, definitely. Yes. I, I wouldn't disagree with that.
1: So I'm going to say me.
0: Okay, fair enough. And I think the only way to really solve this is at the end of the year, we got to have a, a video podcast okay. where we just... It's nothing but going back through the years, competitions, okay. and you going head-to-head.
1: You're going to have to get a hold of some hurdles.
0: Yes. The next one a little easier to we can get a hold of. You and John Hart head-to-head in a cantaloupe throwing contest.
1: Absolutely me. I got a cannon. <laughs> I got a cannon especially for cantaloupes. Perfect. Honeydews, not so much.
0: Well, they're a little more dense, I would think. Yeah,
1: cantaloupes, you, got, you can get a
0: grip. So... My uh, my daughter's not happy, but again I promise you we're not we're not tormenting her, we're not making fun of her. Well, we might be making fun of her a little bit, but we're not you know you know letting her suffer. So please don't call defacts on us right now. The last one, you and John Hart. A speed banana pudding eating contest. Oh, that is
1: definitely John Hart, because <laughs> I can't even really look at banana pudding. Really? What's yeah.
0: What's your problem with
1: it? Don't like bananas, so that really rules <laughs> out banana pudding, right?
0: I mean, have you had just the banana pudding, the flavor of banana pudding, like minus the bananas?
1: I really just don't like fla- banana flavor. Like, I hate okay. popsicles that are flavored like bananas.
0: I used to love those
1: really yeah I hate I, got, I would always get so mad because I would think they were lemon, and I'd reach in and that was Banana oh man it was like that was like the worst those are the, the worst days of my childhood
0: that's unfortunate yeah um or actually that's probably fortunate <laughs> looking back at it um
1: it was like I, it was like those and when I thought like the Incredible Hulk was coming on and it didn't come on that night those were the two worst times you had time.
0: your own Bill Bixby moment then or uh, Bill Bixby exactly
1: Bixby. I walked out slowly with that music playing behind me
0: um you know, to be just to point out here, I always enjoy banana popsicles, and at camp, I'd always get them. But my mother, who's here in the room with us right now, would never let us get banana popsicles because they sold them separately, not in the assorted flavors. Uh, so we would go there, and she would say, "That's a good call, though." She would say, "I will get these if you assure me you will eat all the banana popsicles," and I couldn't. I couldn't make that claim. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't give her that promise. That
1: was that was good that you had the wherewithal to do that, essentially. essentially. Much like
0: how she never, <laughs> since she's here, we can pile it on her. She never yeah. let me buy Cookie Crisp cereal. Oh, I, that,
1: my mother either. No, no Cookie Crisp for me.
0: I actually bought it a few, a few, a uh, few weeks ago. In defiance, right? Just, just because I wanted to have it. Did you call her and say, "What I, am I eating right now?" <laughs> I think I did. Cookie Crisp. <laughs> <laughs> and um
1: the the most my mom would go as far as cereal wise we could get like frosted flakes, uh, that's unfortunate golden grams,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um things like that, but mm-hmm. no just straight up cookies in a bowl yeah that's, that that's... that wasn't gonna fly
0: so um they were they were good I had the oreo os those were not good one time. Hmm. I didn't like that had that in college.
1: they're just copying cookie crisp a little bit, have to go with the
0: original there is now a double chocolate cookie crisp, but I digress wow question number three this uh, is four isn't it no this is this is three we've that just done two I know you wish there was coming to an end. How did Benito Mussolini meet his end?
1: Benito Mussolini was dragged through the streets of uh, Rome I believe by horse on horseback I think and then hung in front of a gas station.
0: You know, Tim, I'm not going to lie to you. I think you are correct, and I think this answer is wrong. This answer, and I think there's probably some truth to it. He was caught by Italian communist guerrillas, which I don't doubt, and shot dead. I thought he was hung, too.
1: He was dragged and hung. He might have been shot first. I don't know. I know that he was dragged, and he was hung in front of a gas station. <laughs> that's,
0: you know, that, that's how... We should all be that lucky to go that way. I know. <laughs> um, this says, on April 27, 1945, near the village of Dongo, just before the Allied armies reached Milan, as they headed for Chile to board a plane to escape to Austria, Mussolini and his mistress, Clara Petecchi. Yes,
1: I knew he was his mistress.
0: Were caught by Italian communist partisans. What is it with the fascist dictators and their mistresses? Well I you mean know. Hitler well, I guess he was married, Eva Braun. Like for like a day.
1: Yeah, and right until the bunker they yeah. shot themselves in the bunker, right? Yeah. Tragic, really.
0: They really <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> A crazy fascist why, dictator. Yeah. Why hasn't so. there
1: been like a quirky little romantic comedy about this <laughs> too?
0: I don't know. <laughs>
1: Maybe John Cusack and Meg Ryan.
0: I mean, that's. I mean, if you're going to have Meg Ryan, you might as well just go ahead and put Tom Hanks in there. Okay. And he's got dark hair. He could be pulled off. All
1: right.
0: Last question number four. A little athletics and in an honor of the game tonight. Maryland played in a 2003 season. Maryland played West Virginia twice. Once at College Park. In I'm time, sorry. Excuse
1: me. Again, I was thinking about Mussolini.
0: In the 2003 as I, season, as I often do. <laughs> Maryland played West Virginia twice.
1: Okay.
0: Once at College Park and another time in the Gator Bowl in 2003. Okay. Who won those games and what was the score of each respective game? <laughs> um, actually, if you want to pass the score, because I did not write that down in my answers, so I'd be guessing. But I know who won the games, each one respectively.
1: Um, I don't really remember. I'm, you know, I'm going to say Maryland won the first, and West Virginia won the second.
0: Maryland won both by large margins. Really? Mm. How about that? Good for them. Yeah. Gator Bowl. Who knew? All right. So those are our four questions. Tim, uh, you know, we're going to give him at least one and a half because arguably his scenario for tool time was better, and <laughs> I think that they're wrong about uh, the Italian communist. And I do think he could beat John Hart in a candle throwing contest, which we have to test that out. I got. Not a big backyard, but definitely some room.
1: Yeah, there's definitely a lot of room for a good cantaloupe toss back okay. there. Okay. Maybe I was thinking of Franco. Maybe that was Franco who got hung. But I, I'm pretty sure it was Mussolini. That's why I'm all wrapped up in that
0: now. We're going to have to look into that. And Franco? just for the record,
1: I don't like Hitler. That was just a joke.
0: <laughs> well, who does? <laughs> um, so, uh, well, Tim, I guess we should move on and talk about football, because that's what we're supposed to do here. Right. Um, last week, not a good week for Georgia. No. Yeah. Some, some thoughts on the game?
1: Well, you know, I, there was just a lot of stuff that went wrong on, on, on every facet. You know, it was some coaching mistakes, some Stafford mistakes, some wide receiver mistakes, the offensive line mistakes, mm-hmm. you know, some mm-hmm. defensive mistakes. It was really just, it was one of those games where I, I don't think you could really say that it was just one thing. It was just everything that kind of combined in different times that really, you know, just, it was so frustrating. It was almost like you walked out and you thought, It might have almost been better if we lost like thirty-five to three, and then you just know. But here, there was like so many little things you could point to, where oh, we are just you know, if if we just could have not dropped that pass, or you know, we we go for the field goal, which I thought was a fine choice Mm -hmm. at the end of the game. Uh, I mean, it's debatable, but you know,
0: four or five minutes left. I didn't think it was outrageous. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and then. Promptly, South Carolina gets the ball and gashes us two straight times, <laughs> running straight up the middle, and I mean that was that was rough.
0: And I noticed Georgia was playing a nickel on those. That's
1: yeah. I, so I don't, that, I don't only like, have that kind of trained eye, but I, I read about. Uh, that,
0: nor right? do I, but uh, somebody I read it somewhere yeah. who was smarter than me. But uh, the yeah, I would agree with you. The thing that was most frustrating was un, unlike maybe you know, even the Florida game back in 02 where there were so many missed opportunities. I don't really think there was one you could point to that would have said this would have won the game because even if Edwards had caught that ball and scored, you had to get the two-point conversion. Right. So, Or you had to go to overtime. Um, this this game, I mean, really, there were about four or five things where had they gone Georgia's way, Georgia, I don't want to say probably would have won, but I think, I mean, I believe they would have won the game. Yeah. I mean, drop passes in the end zone, Tripp Chandler dropped the ball, that mm-hmm. would have put him up. I think a third and three. Um, I think, you know,
1: uh, Stafford missed Moreno on the first play. Oh, second, yeah, that uh, killed me.
0: And that that was a beautiful play.
1: It was. And then you know, some some things that really stuck out. You know, I think the the third and fourth down trick play calls. Yeah. The uh, in the fourth quarter when we were driving along there, pretty nice. And I, I guess it was that the field goal drive that made it sixteen twelve. We get down to around the 35, and we hand it off to Marino two straight times. We get, pick up 22, 23 yards in those two carries, and, and then the next three plays, all passes.
0: Well, and, he, and he, they, they took him out. I, that's, you know, I don't like to criticize the coaches because no, obviously they, they know a whole lot more than I do, but I just had a, it it felt weird. It never felt like a typical Georgia-Carolina game if they Georgia establishes that run and pounds it down, and they I felt like they were really getting that flow down with Marino, and then all of a sudden they would just right. not— give the ball to him, or they would take him out of the game, and that was kind of frustrating to me, but... uh.
1: But I never thought, you know, leaving the game, it wasn't... I never had the the feeling that, that, oh, that was just... South Carolina was just a much better team than we were. I think we were actually... I think we were, you know, if we're very close, I would say, but... I, I still think that we are more probably more athletic. They're probably just more experienced, maybe a little yeah. bit more, a little more. I don't they,
0: know. They didn't, you know, I think they didn't. We arguably have more athletic talent. They just, you know, when you have that many freshmen on the line, still a sophomore quarterback. You're playing a freshman at running back. The receiving core is inexperienced, even though you have a senior, Mikey Henderson and Sean Bailey.
1: Coordinators inexperienced.
0: Yeah, I mean, the whole thing. I mean, because you got to think George is not going to. Had Rick been calling the game, he wouldn't have made some of those fourth down calls. He just would have. Right. Yeah, you would have pounded the ball with Sutherland and gotten your two yards and been done with it. But um.
1: did you did you see Spurrier's quote about about that play, the uh, the fourth down call, the uh, the little Ruski play that we ran? We got sacked on, and he said they they ran that against us two years ago, mm-hmm. and he didn't think that they would run again. He said, I imagine they'll file that play away for a while.
0: Yeah, I, I was wondering what your take was on his, his quote after the game where he said Georgia wasn't powerhouse anymore. Right.
1: I, well did he say we're not a powerhouse anymore? Or
0: he said Georgia's not a powerhouse.
1: Right. So. Something like yeah, something of like that effect. I mean, I don't know. He I guess he just he still wants to get those old jabs in, that's fine. I I don't I guess because I wasn't here starting from the early nineties, I, I actually almost hate Spriger more for what he did to the Redskins than what he did <laughs> to Georgia. You know, uh I, I don't have that really in, intense hatred that so many Georgia fans do, so you know it's, he's, he's just uh, kind of a jerk, but it's he's kind of fun to have around.
0: Now, can I ask this question? Um, they kept showing this poll on ESPN who was the most hated coach by Georgia fans, yeah. and I pick uh, Tuberville.
1: Yeah, Myron. I don't like Tuberville either. I mean,
0: he's my least favorite coach in the SEC, not even so much for the fact that he's kind of cocky, yeah. but for the fact that he whines more than he coach yeah. in the SEC. Urban Meyer is a close second, I yeah. think. But I guess the difference between Meyer and Tupperville is Meyer can back it up. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I, I think I would probably pick Tuberville too. But it, it's just, it's just because of that too. I, like I don't think there's any one thing I can point to. It's just the smirks on his face, the whining, the you know, I he just really grates on me.
0: You know what bugs me about Tupperville, and, and I've been thinking about this for a while. You know how Georgia will walk out in the beginning, the players, they'll walk out with their arms in a yeah. rock and they run. Auburn kind of got that started. It bugs me that. Tubberville walks out front and center with the team, right. right? And no other coach of the teams that do that, because, you know, USC just, I think USC is the best entrance, because they don't interlock hands, they just walk out like they own the place, uh-huh. and they never run, they just walk, and they walk on the sideline, not on the field. That's pretty cool to me. Yeah. Um, and I don't like USC, but i it it, it just, that irritates me about Tuberville, so.
1: Maybe, uh, maybe Tuberville will petition to get in like on a hang glider at the top of jordan <laughs> hair and then and then circle around on the hang glider and, and instead of the uh the hawk
0: or the, the hawk will be on his arm and they'll or eagle or yeah what or whatever it is the um, eagle or he'll have the uh the hawk it'll be the the legs will be in his mouth he'll <laughs> have he'll have to show how tough he is he'll kill a new hawk each week, each so week. <laughs> circle down to the ground
1: I would that I would that would be a great tradition.
0: That that really would be. Would now would he eat it raw down in the field, or would he go through the process of setting up a smoker and cooking it for four hours? No,
1: raw in the field.
0: <laughs> because either way is good.
1: On the fifty, and then they'd have then like students could volunteer to be like the carcass patrol, and then all the remains they'd have to come up and scoop up after, and then.
0: Well, away. now hear hear me out. I, I like that. That's good. Okay. But also imagine that you've got to start this tradition four hours ahead of the game because right. he wants to smoke it. Okay. So you get there to watch tuberville swoop in and then you go, All right, well, we got about four hours left of this thing, <laughs> don't we? <laughs>
1: that okay, I see. I thought I thought we were gonna pre game smoke it
0: and then <laughs> No, no, it's I mean it's part of the ritual, it's okay. just if you have a seven o'clock kickoff, you gotta get there at three to three. watch everything. That's when the it's game started. starts, okay. Yeah. Wow. Um I I like that one too. That would okay. be good. Either one. Uh, we're going to roll into some picks here, quick, because we're going to be honest with you. On in our real-time world, uh, Maryland plays West Virginia soon. Tim, right Tim's now, a Maryland guy, yeah. and he wants to get there. And Obviously,
1: because I know all, so much about Maryland. Yes,
0: you, you, you <laughs> do.
1: I'm a I'm a big fan of the state. I just like to support anything that, that hometown. Has, yeah.
0: Um, Tim, did you watch LSU Virginia Tech last week?
1: I watched about five minutes of it. All
0: right. So, were were you impressed by LSU in those five minutes?
1: Well, it was already like 42-7, to seven, so, so, so they had taken most of the people out. All
0: right, never mind. I was impressed by LSU. I just, I just want to say I think they're number one, and I think Oklahoma's a close number two because they beat the living tar out of uh, Miami. Well, this would be interesting
1: to see. USC and Nebraska, too, are playing this week, so we'll see how good. And in Lincoln.
0: Could be. Could and be I work with America.
1: somebody who went to Nebraska, big Nebraska guy. So he's, I mean, he's not saying they're going to win, but... He's uh, feeling pretty good that they can at least make it a
0: game. Tommy Frazier going to get out there and going to run the uh, triple option?
1: No, those days are over.
0: I still argue that Nebraska could have been successful with the triple option to this day. So, I'm putting that out there. Um, well, we'll pick some games because we can kind of flow some of these things in here. Um, we didn't put the picks up on the, the blog last week, so <laughs> really we we're really slacking off.
1: But um, Do we even know what our record is?
0: No, we should probably go back and We're look at that. We'll have to
1: go and archive that. We'll, we'll have to get our archivist on that.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. Tommy, the intern. <laughs> Tommy, the, 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 the dancing intern. Yes. That's all he does right now. He's dancing in the corner.
1: He, he gets our facts for us. And he's 84. And he'll get some beers. Yes. And he uh, checks our picks for us. Definitely. Apparently, um, I'm undefeated. That's what y- t- Tommy says. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, the first game is, as, the, as you called it earlier, the, the pillow fight. Right. Notre Dame, <laughs> Michigan. Has, has there been Who has had the harder fall Notre Dame or Michigan
1: Definitely I would say Michigan Michigan I would agree I mean just the The scorn and the, I mean the Sports Illustrated covers That they're getting You know <laughs> You lose 33 to with Georgia Tech Okay that's kind of tough You know it's, People have these down years You know <clears throat> You know Georgia had some down years In the mid-90s And before Mac Brown Texas had some down years You know So you could just say Well well, Notre Dame's had some Rough years before this too But anyway It's kind of forgivable when well, you lose to Appalachian State, <laughs> and, every, and you're just, you're like on, you know, David Letterman punchlines, that's, <laughs> that's worse.
0: I, uh, and, and particularly to think, you know, Notre Dame, yeah, they were a BCS team, but they were, you know, last year, but they were, you knew they were going to have struggles this year, you knew they had struggled with the ranked opponents in the past. Michigan goes from being, I mean, folks were arguing that they should be playing for the BCS Championship in a rematch, and now they are, you don't want to say a horrible team, but they are really not good right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people said they were going to win the national national title this year. So yeah, what what a fall. So this one, at Notre Dame... I'll say I'm going to – even though Mike Hart from Michigan guaranteed victory. Now, that takes some guts. You know, like <laughs> Joe Namath is one thing. I me the Super Bowl. And, you know, your team got to the Super Bowl. But you're getting smoked by Appalachian State. You're getting beat out of your own house by Oregon. And then you're like, I guarantee victory. That's, that's in, guts right In
0: there. South Bend, no Yeah, less. exactly.
1: I'm going to go – I'm going to say Notre Dame in on this one.
0: Yeah, I would um, agree with you because the other caveat to that is Henny's out.
1: Yeah, oh, that's right, of course. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah.
0: I mean, I – Unless I mean, expect Mike Hart to carry the ball about 50 times because, which is about four more than he normally carries in a, in a Big Ten game. But um, yeah, I, I, even though it's a Clawson uh, playing for Notre Dame, I still think they're going to win this game. And it's going to be like, I mean, I don't know because the Notre Dame offense is so bad right now. Yeah, I know. but the Michigan defense is so horrible too.
1: You know, I think I think I just talked myself into picking Michigan. I, I like that Mike Hart picked that guaranteed that victory. That All takes right. some guts, so I I gotta reward that. I'm gonna say Michigan.
0: All right, I'm gonna stick with Notre Dame on okay. this one. Uh, well, speaking of defense, Kentucky's playing Louisville.
1: This this <laughs> one won't be over till like four in the morning. This is. Uh, I watched the game last week, Louisville and Middle Tennessee State. The most incredible <laughs> first four minutes of college football I've ever seen. Like, it was ten minutes and thirty seconds left to go, and it was like twenty one to fourteen or something. <laughs> They, it was incredible, and now you got Kentucky, who's putting up fifty points a game, and I think Kentucky now has actually lost two of their defensive linemen for the game, two of their best defensive linemen. So I'm going to say.
0: So one well, there's a chance you could play for them then, and then two. Yes. You're saying.
1: Well, I'm going to say that Louisville wins.
0: That, well, yeah, I would agree with that. It,
1: what else am I saying?
0: No, that you're going to play defensive linemen for. Him. Oh. That's well. how bad the defense is right now. No, no, I wasn't no offense say to that. your athletic skills, of course. No.
1: No, um, I, I I could probably play for him, but uh, <clears throat> I could definitely throw cantaloupes farther than them. That's definitely true. No, I'll say Louisville wins uh, by twenty-one.
0: Really, that's a big difference. I'm gonna but it's going to be like
1: sixty-three to forty-two.
0: Oh, I mean, I'm going to go Louisville as well, but yeah, but it's going to be like a forty-two to thirty-four yeah. game. It's going to be ugly.
1: I need some place that has ESPN Classic in Athens. If anybody knows who has ESPN Classic, because that's the only that's the only channel the games on.
0: Kentucky, Louisville. Yeah, that's odd. Very odd. Is it classic already?
1: I guess that's that's a lot of that. That's pressure for them mm. to be on ESPN Classic.
0: I mean, they they gotta live up to something, and they haven't even done it yet.
1: I know. I mean, like you're probably gonna be sandwiched in between like the Dwight Clark catch, <laughs> and then like you know Michael Jordan against the Cleveland Cavaliers in the
0: in the Eastern go. Conference Finals or something. So I mean, it's gotta be good. Um, by the way, if we ever do a video podcast um, what I want our opening to be in addition to being the LFO song I want it to be you recreating the Jordan shot against the Cavs where you okay. jump in the air and pump your fist several times Okay. Um, we'll go to the ACC and Georgia Tech and Boston College um, this that could be a pretty good game both yeah. the teams playing pretty well Boston College I thought was done in the first game against Wake Forest and just went on fire after that
1: And that's just going to be kind of boring though
0: well, most ACC games are, yeah. but it, it's still, they're they're arguably, along with Clemson, two no. of the three best yeah, teams. Yeah, this is, I
1: mean, it's definitely a big ACC game. Uh, I don't I don't know how this affects the division <laughs> races. I, I don't know anything about the ACC now that it's all...
0: <laughs> I'm not sure who's in what division either. Of. Yeah,
1: I think I saw somewhere, some blog was commenting on that. Well, but...
0: they they got to be in the opposite ones because Tech went last year and Boston College was competing against Wake to get into the championship okay. game. So
1: this, I guess, that has no really bearing on there. Well, I guess I mean.
0: I can barely recall the actual ACC championship. I remember it was awful. And it was
1: awful. It was. It went down to late in the game. But wait for us. It. it was like thirteen to ten or something like that.
0: Well, I, it was real. Really, Reggie Ball had. If it could, if it was possible to have a worse game than he did, then, than he did yeah. against Georgia the previous week, it was this game. Yeah,
1: just think about every game that Reggie Ball ever played for Georgia Tech, and that yes. was that
0: game.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Um, this one at Georgia Tech. I mean, I don't know. I guess you know, I, BC's beaten. Wake and NC State, which I don't know what that really means. Nebraska had some trouble with Wake, so maybe they're not as bad as they looked, you know, as far as an 0-2 record looks. I'm going to say, I guess Georgia Tech just, they. I don't know that. What what can you say? They, They beat a really bad Notre Dame team, and they beat Sanford. So yeah, it's like everyone's riding the Georgia Tech bandwagon all the way to Happyville, but I mean, it's like... Let's slow it down a little bit. All right, I'm going to go with BC. I'm going to say BC one. All
0: right, you know, I'm going to go with BC too because I don't like picking for Tech. Even if Tech was a vastly superior team, I just have a hard time picking for Tech. But I also think BC's better. I think they got a better quarterback and they got more experience. So I'm going to pick Boston College. Uh, SEC time now, Arkansas, Alabama. Um, The Saints, Nick Saban. Um, Mm -hmm. They've already um, practically... uh, They wanted to run for governor. Yes, of course. He'll probably, you know, run about... Four months and then leave, maybe.
1: Only if they pay him twelve million dollars. Yes,
0: definitely. Do you like uh, Arkansas, Alabama? I already know my liking this game.
1: Okay, this is this is at Alabama, and I'm just not. I mean, Arkansas is just (laughs) I don't know. Houston nut and this whole thing. They're just whenever whenever I'm counting on them to do something, they always disappoint me. So the crowd is just going to be in a frothy frenzy. I'm going to say Alabama wins.
0: Um, does Alabama bring it, like, you know how Mississippi says say it's a cowbell? Does Alabama, like, do anything they, like, beat drums or, like, bang concrete barrels together?
1: Hmm. I don't know.
0: Throw, like, onions in the field?
1: Dead roosters. they yes. They bang <laughs> dead roosters together.
0: That's always a good time.
1: Yeah. It's, it's not very loud, but...
0: That's an Alabama tradition, isn't it? It
1: is. The All smell right. is just outrageous. It's really hard for away teams.
0: I'm going to differ with you on this one, as I did on the Narrow Day Michigan game. I think Arkansas, despite the fact that, you know, they... Honestly don't have a quarterback um, And Houston Nut is probably Certifiably insane mm-hmm. um, I, I I think if they could Just give the ball to McFadden About 35 times he's going to get 200 yards And score 3 touchdowns And happen. I still don't believe Alabama Has good enough an offense to win They're um, going to win I'm taking Arkansas on this one All right. In what used to be a marquee showdown Until Tennessee became incredibly normal The past 5 or 6 years ago uh, Florida Tennessee is going on
1: yeah, at Florida, I mean, I don't know. This, I guess, everyone's gone for Fulmer's head now. There just doesn't seem to be much confidence in them. You get what forty-five hung on against them at the, the Pac-10 team.
0: Yeah, it's kind of just kind of kind of embarrassing, and, and their defense looks so slow.
1: Yeah, for shame. So I'm gonna say Florida in this one. I think the spreads eight. That's that sounds a lot like for you know Florida Tennessee game, but I guess I'd have to go with Florida it's even not, over over that.
0: It's not like 19.99 anymore. It's, no. uh I mean Tennessee, they're haven't recruited well. They've. Um, they, I mean they can score points. Ainge can put some points up, and Coker's back to run the ball for them. But they. That that defense is bad. Mm-hmm. Of course, I predict they'll magically have a together by the uh, Georgia game because that's what happens. But. I'm going to go Florida, and I'm going to go Florida big in this one. Yeah, because, so. to my horror, Tim Tito is actually a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, he is. Which is, you know, yeah. I, I, we had a good off season of making fun of him and thinking he was going to suck, and that, that's not true at all. Um, I don't even know why we're picking it, um, but Georgia's playing Western Carolina this week. Right. And, and Western Carolina has lost 11 straight games. Is the worst team in the Southern Conference in Division One double-A.
1: What is it now? The bowl championship division or something? Or? The
0: bowl playoff bowl I division. Don't why don't I, they just call uh,
1: division one to way?
0: If you notice, that's what everyone else is calling it.
1: Yeah, why did why did they do that to us? Why do they keep changing the it's rules like
0: this? Sort of like Prince, they call it the BDS or whatever it is, but then they say formally known as the division one to Wow,
1: and then so next year it's just going to be a symbol.
0: <laughs> I'm really not making that up either. Really? So <laughs> everybody referred to it on uh, ESPN and ABC and everything. So
1: maybe the symbol will be like. Ap- state, like, pushing Mike Hart's face down to the ground. Yes.
0: Um, speaking of that, I mean, that, that's the other birthmark I have, by the way. Really? Yes. My gosh. Inside of my left thigh.
1: So this is a big year for you.
0: It really is. I mean, Bertie Spears is back, and Appalachian and State just realizing The birthmark prophecy
1: has been fulfilled. Definitely. Maybe um, is, are you going to be ascending this year into...
0: <laughs> into... I, I don't know. I,
1: um, are you going to take over your throne as overlord of the the universe probably
0: yeah i mean well you know everything in do time it has got to be just seems like there's got to be a process
1: seems like everything is coming into line yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it's 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 arguably a good year okay
1: well um, uh yeah obviously i'm going to say georgia and i'm going to say that the mvp of this is going to be the medical staff down there now on the field.
0: definitely they are they're talented and they have you can please. a young yeah an
1: upstart a recruit from the medical staff one uh, this is her first game uh, she's really ready to uh, administer any sort of emergency care that should be needed.
0: Participating in the dog walk, I understand. Yes. So yes. Georgia fans, My please, wife. please line up and cheer on uh, Dr. Carrie Kelly. Yes. Um, you know, uh, is, is she's also listed as the fourth string fullback, right?
1: Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. She she's been working out with the team.
0: She got throw a mean block.
1: She had to go through two days, which were, that was rough on all of us. Lost yeah. a lot of fluids.
0: Well, fortunately, she's a doctor. Yeah, knows how to take care of herself. Which yeah, is good. right.
1: She kept the, the, the big thing of syringes that she would just periodically inject herself with. Some <laughs> for fluids, some just for fun.
0: <laughs> Damn, I'm not sure what's in this, but I'm to stick it in my thigh. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. So, Liquefied
1: Lucky Charms. That's what she.
0: Really? Yeah. I, I could. I could have that growing up as a child. Not liquefied, but regular.
1: Oh yeah, liquefied. I could have Lucky Charms too for some reason. I think that was that was that was the big treat.
0: I think it was a mental block of actual cookies being in the bowl because there's no way that that had more, any more sugar than Lucky Charms. I mean, it's sugared marshmallows and you know. I think it
1: was yeah, it was just the imagery, you know, when you, yeah. you you're just sitting down to a big bowl full of cookies.
0: Lucky Charms, by the way, I haven't had it. I need to buy some Lucky Charms. Uh,
1: I have some Lucky Charms at my house right now. I had Lucky Charms for breakfast this very morning.
0: It's it is a vastly under the. The, the marshmallows don't ever really get soggy. They're oh, kind of dried and dehydrated. <laughs> they are
1: fantastic. <laughs> they
0: are. That, is, that is a good cereal. Let's, see, Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Golden Grahams are good, but they get real soggy. The marshmallows of the Lucky Charms. They yeah. stay together well. They should just sell that like in candy stores,
1: like a bag of Lucky Charms marshmallows. That'd be good. Yeah. I would eat that. Go ahead.
0: Those are our games. It's uh, Actually, we did pretty quick here today. It's still long for most folks, but, um, you know, it's... It's about 40 minutes.
1: But on to the uh, Maryland-West Virginia uh, Virginia game. I'm sure Slayton already has two touchdowns.
0: We haven't seen it yet. What's your prediction of that game right now? Uh,
1: At Maryland, they're 14 or 15-point underdogs. I'm going to say Maryland keeps it close, but they're going to lose. They'll lose by 10. um, We'll say 35-25.
0: Could Maryland beat Auburn this year?
1: Hmm. Yeah, I think Maryland could.
0: All right. You heard it here. So uh, for our boy Tim Kelly, this is Jay Mack. We thank you for joining us, and we will talk to you folks later.